Hey there, goal setting and getting mama in midlife. I'm so glad you are here and that you're ready to craft and create some new goals right here in this community of mamas and mimis in midlife called to fulfill our God-given purpose in this beautiful world. Hi, I'm Monica Ludicky, the voice behind the Goal Crafter podcast, founder of Shared Goals Consulting, former six-figure executive in the wellness world, wife, mom, mimi, most importantly, a lover of Jesus. I built this space for you. I come to you eager to help you, serve you, lift you up on your goal setting and getting journey. Now, let's settle in and jump into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Welcome in today, my friends. Glad you could join me on this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. Today, I'm rejoicing because I will be spending the next three to four days on a solo Mimi mission with my beloved little Molly, and she and I together are going to get into some fall activities. So my heart is rejoicing today because I have this opportunity and also because it will be followed by an even bigger opportunity to have some Mimi moments with my three littles in Austin for an entire week. So, yeah, Mimi's going to be taking full advantage of these opportunities when they come my way. You know, speaking of rejoicing and being glad, it is the beginning of another month and the final quarter of 2021. Jim Rohn used to refer to the seasons that we go through as we go through life and in smaller increments as we go through the year. And he used the metaphor of winter, spring, summer, and fall as being four distinct periods for growth and development and prepping and sowing and reaping. Well, we're in the fall now, and fall is a time to harvest and to take stock of all the goals that we have planted and that we've been cultivating and to determine the harvest. You know, goals are not meant to languish in obscurity. They seem to take on more momentum the more they are reviewed, tracked, and acted upon. It seems obvious, but it has to be said sometimes. Oh, for sure. I've written out some goals that I more or less forgot about until all of a sudden, voila, one day they came about and it was only at that moment that I remembered I had written a goal relative to them in the first place. That is rare, but it has happened. Much more frequently though, It's the goals that get the attention that grow and develop and become achieved. You know, when I'm measuring goals, I use blocks of time like months and quarters to measure my progress. Probably because for years and years working in the business world, that's how we did it. It works personally though too. You can use any time measurement to track your goals. The key is consistency if you decide to measure your progress daily, weekly, or In some cases, even hourly, that's fine. You do you. It's all in pursuit of the same thing. Something measured matters. And as we often used to say, you 
can manage what you can measure. So here we are, and it's time to ask the question, how am I doing on achieving the goals I set this year? Full transparency, I have a few miserable failures. I mean, miserable. But I also have a few big wins, and I believe when you take time to measure your progress, you will find the same is true. Both the failures and the wins hold importance for me. I am a big believer in periodically taking a look at all the things, all the things I devote attention and resources to and making conscious decisions to stop doing or keep doing them. With my goals, when I have repeated misses, I have to create some space to evaluate the why behind my lack of success. Only then do I move on to the what. In my opinion, the why by far is more important. In the case of this quarter's miserable failures, I am pretty clear on the why. The why tracks with the emotions associated with the goal. The what associates with the logical, tactical, strategic parts of the goal. In my case, I have some less than positive emotions wrapped up with the goal. So even though I know exactly what actions and steps to take to achieve it, I more or less avoided doing them because of the way I was feeling. So in my case, I let my feelings get in front of the actions that I needed to take. Does that make sense? In the case where this happens, I have a few choices. I can eliminate the goal. That's easy peasy. I can keep the goal and work through the emotional component, either neutralizing it or transforming my emotions about it. This is much harder to do. I can suspend the goal to be reconsidered sometime in the future. Also easy because it pushes the decision to the future. Really, there's no right or wrong way to handle a goal that you're kind of stuck on. It's just that you need a framework to declutter your mind and free up the energy to focus on goals that give you the emotional component that you're seeking from them. And this is true for me too. With the big wins, there are always decisions to make as well. Obviously, the why and the what are working well with achieve goals. The decision to be made with achieve goals is whether or not to keep doing the same goal and repeating the same success, perhaps. Another choice would be to set the same goal for the next period, but with a different higher expectation expectancy of the outcome. For example, if a financial goal is met in one quarter, would it stretch me to set a higher goal for the next quarter? Is, it, is that something I should consider? Remember, the underlying purpose of godly goals is not so much what we get, but who we grow into, who we become as we pursue the goal. Are we becoming a greater influence for good? Are we getting stronger? Are we getting healthier, wiser? A couple of examples to drive this point home. If I had a goal, which I met, <laughs> to add 10 pounds of muscle to my small frame and I achieved it, yay me. This didn't happen, but this is an example. I could be satisfied with a goal to maintain that or I could decide that 10 pounds is good, 20 pounds of new muscle would be even better. But would it or would that set me up for some real health problems? Capiche? 
Here's another example. If I had a financial goal to add $10,000 to my income every month and I was blessed to have this occur, well, woohoo, again, I could continue the processes that generated that income and just stay there. Or I could set a new goal to double or triple or even quadruple that number. Nothing wrong with that. Or is there? Everyone's situation is unique and the answer would be different for each person and that's okay. But just know that it's not always as simple as a yes or no answer. What I do and what I recommend you do in these situations is to seek counsel first from God, from the Lord, as well as from people you admire and trust, people who can give you wisdom on these types of situations. There's another great thing about goals, though. They keep your mind alert and fresh as you learn to ask discerning questions and learn your true motivations for the goals you set. So now it's your turn. Look back at the goals you set this year, this quarter, or this month. How are you progressing? What do you want to keep doing? What do you want to stop doing? And... Is there anything new you need to start doing? When you put in place a process that is consistently approached at the end of each month or the end of each quarter or the end of each year, you will start to see a pattern of goal success. And that's what I want for you. And that's why I'm here each week talking to you about goals and God and all things Mimi related because I believe that we were called to constantly expand in all areas of life, in our faith, in our fitness, in our finances, in our family and relationship goals. I want that for myself and I want that for you too. The best way I know to continually be in an expansion mode is to periodically review the goals that I've set make sure that they are still on point for me, make adjustments where need be, and then move ahead. And that's what I want for you too. So today, before we head on out to get our goals, allow me to leave you with this prayer. Father, today I thank you for these ladies who are listening in today. Thank you that you have put a desire in their heart and in my heart to constantly pursue you and pursue the goals that you have placed in our hearts. Father, today make our path straight, guide our steps, go before us, lead us where you want us to go, open the doors that you want to be open, close those that you want to shut, the ones that do not serve us, and help us to achieve all that you would have us do in this life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, ladies, now it's time. Go out and get your goals. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? 
You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, mamas and mimis. Be blessed.